I sound like a broken record at this point. The Arizona Cardinals offense needs to start strong if they want to beat Carolina on Sunday. You are locked on Cardinals. Your daily Arizona Cardinals podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Hello, happy Friday. Alex Clancy, Locked On Cardinals. Big game for the Cardinals in week four. This could turn the season around. Like this isn't, and the season doesn't need, you know, to be completely turned around, but if the Cardinals lose on Sunday, we're going to be having very difficult conversations, very uncomfortable conversations, a lot earlier than we had all expected if we were expecting to have uncomfortable conversations at all for the 2022 season after how the Cardinals fared going 11-6 and six in 2021. Thanks for making Lockdown Cardinals your first listen each and every day, free and available on all platforms. Again, I'm your host, Alex Clancy. If this is your first listen, thank you for listening to Lockdown Cardinals. If this is your second one this week or third one this week, thank you. I'm here to bring you the most honest and you know opinionated podcast i can i don't fake this this isn't clickbait i believe every single thing that i say for better or worse i believe every single thing that i say i don't say things for to be a showman i don't say things to get clicks i don't say things to get follows i don't say things to get comments i say things that i believe and i hope you either agree or disagree and we can have conversations that's what this is all about this episode of Locked on Cardinals is brought to you by Brightco. Brightco is jewelry and watch insurance, okay? Brightco brings you comprehensive, fast, and affordable jewelry insurance for as low as 5 bucks a month. Check out your special offer for Locked on listeners and get covered in under two minutes at brightco.com forward slash locked on. That's bright.co forward slash locked on. I'm going to do what I normally do on Fridays if this is your first time listening slash watching to a Lockdown Cardinals podcast on Friday. I'm going to give some overall thoughts in the first two segments and give my predictions of what I think is going to happen on Sunday. And there's a couple things that I want to hammer home today about the game on Sunday. Overall, the Cardinals cannot come out flat. If the Cardinals don't come out flat and they come out ready to play from kickoff, it will be the first time this season that we've seen it. They haven't scored a first quarter point. They've, you know, they've given the other team at least one or two scores early on, which not only put the offense on their heels, but also put the defense on their heels. And that's something that you don't really ever want to be in a position to be looking at. And the Cardinals have done it through the first three weeks. Now they had that miraculous comeback in the second half and overtime in week two. If that didn't happen, if Kyler Murray didn't find A.J. Green in the back of the end zone, if Kyler Murray wasn't running around for 20.8 seconds to score that two-point conversion, the Cardinals would be 0-3 in the cellar in the NFC West, and we'd be having uncomfortable conversations now. They won. Fantastic. Week four is a team they haven't beat since 2013 in the Carolina Panthers. Now, obviously, the roster has changed. It's Baker Mayfield over there. It's not Cam Newton on their way to the Super Bowl when they punished the Cardinals in the NFC Championship game in 2015 or 2016, whatever it is. You never remember the years. The playoffs were always the year after what the regular season year was. But they can't beat this team. Last year was Colt McCoy. They lost by a lot. Kyler Murray lost to them uh, on the road a couple years ago when Buda Baker was out. They were hobbled. 
and Teddy Bridgewater lit him up like a Christmas tree. Mike Davis, like, they handled the Cardinals. I think it was like 1913. It was an ugly game. But the Cardinals were handled against Carolina. And it's just a weird, clunky situation to be in where you play through the murderer's row of the first three weeks with, you know, the Chiefs, the Raiders, and then the Rams. And then you go to a team on the road. It's in the afternoon, so my apologies. I thought it was the early morning slate. I was wrong. I didn't look because it, it, it's just like traditionally, if you go across the country, it's the early morning slate. Apologies. I should have double checked. That's on me. So the Cardinals are playing in the afternoon and they're going up against a team they haven't beat since 2013. So again, murderers row. And then you play a team. It's like, oh, the Panthers, like the Cardinals should win this game if they play a full 60 minutes. Remember, this is an NFL franchise. Any NFL franchise is made up of exemplary talent, extremely smart and intelligent people who could beat any team at any day. So when the Cardinals go cross country, this is, Carolina's not going to win that division. Carolina doesn't have playoff aspirations at this point. This isn't, it's a must win for Matt Rule, but it doesn't really change a whole lot. It doesn't really change a whole, like it does. Like if they win, obviously two and two, you know, whatever. This is Matt Rule's year where he changes everything. You know, he, he turns teams around when he was in college, but they're not going to be a playoff team this year, more than likely. And they're not going to have deep playoff and Super Bowl aspirations. They're just not. And now it's, it's really interesting to see as my camera goes off and comes back. It's really interesting where, like, looking at the Cardinals, though, this is a must, must win game for the Cardinals. And it's something to where so many wrongs can be righted if the Cardinals go in and win somewhat convincingly. So many things can change. So many things, especially the Cardinals win on Sunday. And then the 49ers beat the Rams on Monday. Cardinals are tied for the league the division lead. So, you know, this is a situation where it could go from, ugh, to, oh, they're tied for the division lead. And the Rams would have the tiebreaker over them. 49ers would have the tiebreaker over the Rams. But they'd be 2-2 two and two just like the Rams and 49ers would be. But they have to go to a place against a team they haven't beat since 2013. So many things can change for this organization moving forward. It starts on Sunday. It starts on Sunday. And what it starts with is not sleepwalking through the first half. And I can't believe we're having this conversation. This is week four. This is not like, oh, it's week one. It was Patrick Mahomes. Nobody played in the preseason. They got embarrassed. But you saw a couple little things where, you know, they had that long sustained drive in the first half. Where it's like, okay, you know, you know, this is set up. Cliff Kingsbury called the great play call with the with the quarterback draw. Like, you know, it's like, okay, you saw enough there. Hollywood Brown cut a touchdown. Zach Ertz cut a touchdown in garbage time. It's like, okay, you know what? Chalk it up. Go to week two. But then it happened in week two. And then it happened in week three. Like, if you can't get up for a game that could potentially drop you to one and three. We've got a big, big problem. How do the Cardinals start strong? What do they need to do? 
I'm going to tell you. That's what we call a tease in this business. Next, Unlocked on Cardinals. Alex, thank you. please subscribe to the YouTube channel as well. Hit a like on this. Leave a comment. Follow on Twitter. I'll be here halftime and on Twitter spaces during the Cardinals game. Join me. Uh, we're building a family, and I, I'd, like, I'd like for you to be there. I would. Uh, all that more next, Locked on Cardinals. First, Brightco. Okay? Brightco, Brightco, Brightco. I talked about it early. Brightco is jewelry insurance. Okay? Jewelry and watch insurance. And what they do with their website, which is so cool, is, well, it's not, I mean, it's cool for us, selfishly. It's not cool for the people who are on these videos. Like, there are a bunch of proposal fails in video form of, like, a ring falling out of a guy's hand and into the water. Two people, like, going over on a, on a rowboat when the, when the woman turned around, got excited, and they both fell in the water. Ring gone. Insurance is so important for jewelry. I mean, for everything, really. But for jewelry, jewelry insurance, super important. The guys at Brightco will make sure you get a replacement for the full value of the ring if you were happen to lose it. No matter if it's lost, stolen, or if you can't figure out what happened to it, go to bright.co forward slash locked on. It's the fastest and easiest and cheapest way to cover your butt with the best jewelry insurance in the business. These guys are geniuses. Not only just with the website where it makes it like, oh, you don't want this to happen to you? Yeah, get this insurance. They made buying insurance for your engagement ring, your watch or whatever. So freaking easy. You can get covered in two minutes uh, on your phone, which is pretty cool. You won't find a better deal on great coverage. It's super affordable. Bright.co forward slash locked on. We all hate insurance, right? These guys at Brightco turn the whole experience around. So it's probably the easiest thing you can do for yourself this week. No excuses, man. There's no excuses. For five bucks a month, you can get totally comprehensive coverage and it won't take more than two minutes on your cell phone. Check it out, bright.co forward slash locked on. You have to watch these videos. You have to. There's one on a dock. There's one on a boat. There's one at a baseball game. Don't be these people. Go to bright.co forward slash locked on. After this, now, but after this podcast, then, then go. Alex Clancy, Locked On Cardinals. Um, follow the podcast at Locked On Easy Cards on Twitter. Follow me at Clancy's Corner. Um, send me DMs. I, I love talking to people. You know, I get busy. I mean, I have, I have, you know, two or three jobs, but I, I love getting back to people. I love talking Cardinals. I love uh, connecting with you. And I, like, I mean this. Like, I'm here for you. And whether you agree with me, disagree with me, let's have conversations. Let's have conversations. And it's funny that when I say things that sound outlandish early on and they start to come true, I get those, those DMs are my favorite. Where it's like, I've been riding you pretty hard for the last six months, but you called it. And the one thing, before I talk about exactly what the Cardinals need to do on Sunday to start strong and come out with a victory, is if the Cardinals lose, what I've been talking about since May could come to fruition a lot faster than I even I thought it would. If the Cardinals lose on Sunday, Vance Joseph is going to be under the spotlight to be the potential scapegoat for why it's happening. And that's not fair. That's not fair. He wasn't given any extra talent, especially with Chandler Jones and Jordan Hicks gone. And I know that they've both fallen off a little bit, but they haven't done anything. They didn't do anything on the defensive side of the ball. Bringing in Nick Vigil, drafting Cam Thomas and, and MyJ Sanders. MyJ Sanders, a healthy scratch for the first three weeks. People are up and down about VJ, okay? I'm more of a VJ truther than a lot of others because of what I saw in 2020 when Chandler Jones went out, the pass rush got better. Hassan Reddick went elsewhere. That was under the tutelage of Vance Joseph. Isaiah Simmons not playing. 
Cam Thomas not playing, uh, you know, Zayvon Collins not playing, even though he's playing a lot more now. He's he's got the green dot. He's he's gonna be playing. That's pretty much on autopilot now. You could say chicken or the egg. You could say, well, it's Vance Joseph. He's not playing the young guys. Or what I lean towards is these guys aren't ready to play or aren't playing at a level that warrants them getting more snaps. I trust coaches who see it every day and calling it a blanket statement like, oh, Vance Joseph just doesn't play young guys. Maybe those young guys just aren't ready to play in the position they're in. Why can't they find a spot for Isaiah Simmons? That's on Vance Joseph for not having a spot for Isaiah Simmons. Or maybe Steve Kime didn't, hire, didn't draft or sign players this offseason to fill holes, and they're trying to put a round peg in a square hole because they don't have any other alternatives. I lean more towards that. I lean against Steve Kime's ability to build a roster. I lean more towards the coaches making the most of what they've got on defense. Cliff Kingsbury has no excuse. Cliff Kingsbury got everything he wanted this offseason. So transitioning into Sunday, if the Cardinals lose... Vance Joseph as the scapegoat will become a real thing. And it's exactly how Steve Keim manicured this. So it's not going to be Cliff. It's not going to be him. It's going to be Vance Joseph. And they haven't given the tools necessary to elevate that defensive side of the ball. Even though one could argue the defense is still the more stable side of the football than the offense. And I would argue that. How about that for mind screw? How do the Cardinals avoid going one and three? The offense, first of all, and I've been hoping for this, the Cardinals got the ball against the Rams, but the Rams won the toss. If the Cardinals win the toss on Sunday, take the damn ball. None of this, oh, defer, you know what? That's going to be nice. It's like saving a little piece of cake. Saving a little piece of cake for the weekend. It's like, well, you know what? I'm going to save my treat for later. No. You know what you do to get out of this hole, out of this just yucky as I'm harnessing my six-year-old self start to the first three games people were zombies like it's it they're sleepwalking through the first take the damn ball go down march down the field and score a touchdown for the first time in the first quarter of this year this is what is this is what's like Cliff Kingsbury scripts you know his first 15 or 20 points okay when do the Cardinals not score when they run those plays. And that's something, and I'm just like, how are people not seeing what's going on? So, come Sunday, flip the script, take the ball. Be proactive. Don't be reactionary. Be proactive. Go have a home run play ready. Have a two-point conversion play ready where you're like, we're practicing this all week. It's going to be misdirection. Maybe it's Hollywood Brown is misdirection. Send Greg Dorch screaming down the sideline. Throw a pitch and catch for a 75-yard touchdown. Do something to show that there's a pulse on this offense in the first half of the game in 2022. Take the ball. That's first. If they don't, you know, 50-50. If they don't get the ball, just all in all, this offense needs to be more fluid. This offense needs to be less rigid. You have Kyler Murray, one of the most exciting and talented quarterbacks the NFL has. And I put this out on Twitter. The Cardinals' offense is like dancing the waltz. It's boxy. Everybody knows what's coming. And there's really no variation. I, you know, maybe didn't give the best example, but I was like, well, how about this? How about you call an offense, an offensive game plan, like it's a bunch of elementary school players at dance 
jumping around like crazy people, like like fifth and sixth graders do, when the dance teacher says, okay, go dance. Be free. Go have fun. Realize the talent that you have. And Cliff Kingsbury's inability to elevate the talent that he's had since 2019 has never been more apparent than right now. Sure, DeAndre Hopkins is out. AJ Green's hurt. Ronda Moore hasn't played. The Arizona Cardinals offense is currently constructed. We're probably ranked between 15th and 20th in the NFL from skill position players. Look at how many bad offenses there are in the NFL. So you can't say, oh, it's injuries. Oh, it's DeAndre Hopkins out. Why? Zach Ertz, you've got Trey McBride. You drafted him in the second round instead of drafting someone, you know, uh, edge rusher, offensive lineman, or corner. Use him. Line him up outside. Get weird. Get out of your box. Cliff Kingsbury is calling plays like he's hoping he's not going to get fired. He's thinking too much. Call plays. Give Kyler Murray the ability to check out. And don't call the play with 15 seconds left in the damn clock. Call it early. Give Kyler Murray a chance to assess the defense and check out if he needs to. This is elementary S, man. And I don't understand why this is still happening four years into his tenure as head coach. So going into Sunday, play like you've got nothing to lose. Because Cliff doesn't. He's going to get paid for the next five years, even if he gets fired tomorrow. Go play like you've got nothing to lose. Get out of the waltz, get out of the cotillion, and go jump around like a bunch of 10-year-olds and have some fun. Because you know what? The former ain't working. The former is not working, and it's not maximizing the talent of Kyler Murray, most importantly. It's making Kyler look bad. It's making this offense look stagnant, which in turn is putting more pressure on this lesser-than defense to try and hold up to try and set the table for the offense to perform. The fact that the Cardinals kicked four field goals on Sunday against the Rams is just a testament that when you need the right play to be called and executed, Cliff can't execute it. And you know what the remedy for that is? Give Kyler Murray more power to do what he does tomorrow. Because if the Cardinals lose on Sunday, it's not going to be a fun week. And unfortunately, the way things have been set up as of right now, would you be surprised if the Cardinals lost on Sunday? That's the scary part. Because that defense is good in Carolina. Offense, not as great. They do have Christian McCaffrey who's eating the Cardinals' lunges every time he's played them. DJ Moore, good wide receiver. They've got a pretty good offensive line. Like, the Cardinals need to go across the country and beat a team they supposed, they're supposed to beat. It's as easy as that. And how do they do it? The offense needs to get right immediately. Alex Lancey locked on Cardinals. My prediction for what the hell is going to happen. Woo! I need a throat lozenge after that. Uh, follow me on Twitter, Clancy's Corner. Thanks for making Locked on Cardinals your first listen every day, free and available on all platforms. My prediction, Cardinals Carolina next. First, though, I'm pretty excited to have these guys sponsoring today's episode. Folks, if you live in a sunny state like ours, it's very likely that you've had a few people stop by offering you free solar. The truth is that many of these companies aren't local. Because of that, they're using misleading tactics and ending up overcharging homeowners. If you've considered solar, but something felt off, then you're going to like today's sponsor. My Solar Nerd's mission is simple. Help you get the best solar system to fit your needs. The guys at MySolarNerd.com are local and understand the nuances of going solar in Arizona. 
They've been doing this for a while and understand that an educated customer is a happy customer. Their no pressure approach will make sure all your questions get answered. They firmly believe that if you live in Arizona, switching to solar should mean saving money. Okay. Once you're ready, they'll put their industry knowledge to work for you by choosing the best equipment, warranties, and Better Business Bureau accredited installers. Our listeners here at Locked on Cardinals will get a $50 Amazon gift card when they book a no-commitment evaluation. This promotion is only for our listeners that are homeowners, so keep that in mind. Visit mysolarnerd.com. It's like Locked on and How'd You Hear About Us section. Make the switch to solar on your terms. Start your research process by visiting mysolarnerd.com today and show Locked on some love by letting them know we sent you. Folks, going solar doesn't need to be complicated. MySolar.nerd. MySolarNerd.com makes it easy. I am yearning for the day where I don't have to do the segment I just did. I am. Truly. Alex Clancy, Locked on Cardinals. Thanks for hanging out. Thanks for making Locked on Cardinals your first listen each and every day. This is your first listen to Locked on Cardinals. Thank you. If this is your second listen this week, truly thank you. If if you've been around since 2017, thank you equally. The Cardinals offense needs to be the strength of this team. If the Cardinals offense isn't the strength of this team, why is Cliff Kingsbury the head coach? I've been saying this since 2019. It's time they show it on Sunday against a good defense. Go out and rip it. Don't waltz. Dance. Syncopation. Go have fun. Take the straight jacket off and go play some damn offense. Please. Cardinals are going to win. It's my prediction. Um, it's going to be like 24-20. 27-20. Something like that. This, like, there's a couple things that need to not have. Well, first of all, the Cardinals have to score more points than Carolina. Remember, if for keys to victory, one of the most one of the most important is that they have to score more points than their opponent. I know that that's you know profound. If you need to write it down, do it. Uh, I'll remind you. Uh, if you don't, um, it's important. <laughs> um, if Baker Mayfield lights them up, we're gonna have a huge problem. If the Cardinals aren't on the field for thirty-five to thirty-seven minutes, well, thirty-five is a lot. Like thirty between thirty-two and thirty-five minutes over half the game, that's good. If they're not. That's bad. If the Cardinals lay an egg in the first half again, they could lose 13 to three against this defense. And if that happens, uncomfortable conversations are going to be had. But I do think they'll win. I think they'll win 24 20. I think they're going to establish the run. I think Hollywood Brown's going to continue to be a focal point. I think Greg Dorch is going to be the wide receiver, too. And I ho- I'm hoping that Trey McBride comes in and actually shows some stuff that he gets run. And I know, I know Kyler Murray missed him in the end zone. I know that. And that was on K1. That would have been a touchdown. He ended up throwing underneath to J- James Conner, who ended up dropping in, and he wouldn't have gotten the end zone anyways. Trey McBride was wide open. Yes, completely understood, 100% on Kyler Murray. We'd be having a very different conversation. I would just want more of that. Cardinals 24-20. These are the two things that, in my opinion, will happen if the Cardinals win and if the Cardinals lose. If the Cardinals win... The ship will be almost righted, but it needs to be offensively driven for why the Cardinals win, not like a 9-6 win. And number two, you're going to start to get more comfortable with the defense, trusting the offense to be able to put up points and not have them on their heels. If the Cardinals lose, my biggest fear, even though I predicted it, 
will come to fruition. Vance Joseph will be looked at as a scapegoat, and the spotlight will be on him and not Cliff Kingsbury or Steve Kime. It's going to happen. I saw it coming. I don't know how anybody else didn't see it coming. If you didn't, stick with me. And number two, I'm going to unleash on Cliff Kingsbury. Not as the person, give my disclaimer before we go into the weekend, the avatar that is the head coach of the Arizona Cardinals will not get sugar-coated anything from me anymore. And I usually don't, but if the Cardinals offense doesn't show up, I'm just calling for his head to get fine. Not actually like Game of Thrones, you know, not like that, but something like, like, you know, proverbially, just so we're all clear and on the same page. Alex Lanty, Locked on Cardinals. Make sure to check me out. YouTube, Twitter spaces, halftime of the game, post-game, YouTube, Twitter spaces, live. Bring your comments, bring your questions, bring your friends, bring your dog, bring your beer. It's going to be fun. I'll talk to you at halftime. Locked on Cardinals. Thanks for making Locked on Cardinals your first listen each and every day. Now make Peacock and Williamson your second. Brian Peacock and Matt Williamson. These guys are some of the best that we've got here. Um, Monday through Friday, 30 minutes. Free and available wherever you get your podcast. National stories. Check them out. I was going to Locked on Cardinals. I'll see you at halftime of the game on Sunday.